Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tea and Testimony, where we are serving up instant insight and perspective, not negativity that is infectious. Of course, I thank you all for coming, tuning in, listening to me ramble on about our community and worldly and cultural problems. (laughs) Of course, we're going to start out with prayer. So I ask everybody, just get into a space with me real quick. Heavenly Father, I come to you thanking you. Thanking you for everyone that listens to this podcast. Thank you for creating a space for us to come once again and really navigate through our problems, our life issues together, using you as the head of that navigation, Lord God. We thank you for blessing us with breath in our body, blessing us with another day to wake up, another opportunity to fight, another day to really make something count towards our purpose, something count towards our goal. I thank you for everything that you are doing in my life personally. And I also thank you for everything that you are doing in the lives to my listeners. Lord God, I ask that you uplift each and every person under the sound of my voice. We ask that you counsel out the spirit of depression. We ask that you counsel out the spirit of pride. We ask that you counsel out the spirit of toxicity. Lord God, we ask that you get these people in clear and concise areas in their lives where they can hear your voice so clear, Lord God, and and that you provide them with the direction that they need, the love, the attention that they need. Lord God, I ask that you provide proper healing for everybody listening, Lord God, whether it's healing from childhood, healing from relationships, healing from job loss, whatever the case is, provide healing to these people, Lord God. Uplift them and let them know that you are bigger than any and everything that they could ever go through. In your son Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. All right. So this week, we want to get into, you know, a new topic. Um, the struggle is kind of what I want to talk about. Um, we all go through our own struggles it's life, you know, everybody has their own sets of struggles that they go through. But what I am finding interesting is that, oh, excuse me, it seems like as a culture, or maybe it's the whole society at this point, but it seems like we're not as strong as we used to be. We're not as strong of a people as we once used to be. And I'm not even limiting that just to, like I said, that's not limited to like a a race or anything like that. This is people as a whole. We are very sensitive these days. Very, very sensitive, easily offended. And it's it's got to stop. So I was thinking about all the problems that, you know, I see around me. And I really got to thinking like, what what started me personally on a path of wanting to create a difference in my community and again it started with my catalyst i told y'all last week my daughter that's my catalyst becoming and and i understand that not everybody goes through this change but most people I'm going to just say that 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 should be general enough. Most people 
have children and having children does something to them. It forces you to have to think about more than just yourself. And not just on like a materialistic level. You get to thinking about more than just yourself on a social level, on a societal level. And when you think about the responsibility of raising a child to one day become a productive adult, that you as the parent will not be always around to see. Like, we've got to get these kids to a point where they're self-sufficient and we're comfortable. Because no one, no parent wants to pass away knowing that their child is not well equipped to take care of themselves or handle themselves in this world by themselves. You know what I mean? I I feel like that is uh, a fear that I would say would be valid with most parents. Um, Is, you know, your child not getting it or your child not being strong enough mentally, physically, spiritually. But all of that comes from what we pour into them as children. We cannot wait until our children get into trouble to want to start parenting them. That stuff starts from the minute they hit the earth. We have got to pour into them, take time out for them. And uh, when I was thinking about the responsibility of being a parent, it also got me thinking about the type of world my child will grow up in and have to be a resident in. And our society today is very unpredictable. Not only is it unpredictable, but there's a lot of there's a lot of inhumane things going on and unfortunately we choose to normalize it rather than fight against it. And so I personally want to help fight against certain stuff that I feel isn't right. But I'm the type of person, I understand that a lot of things, they're just not going to happen. You know, we we live in this Insta world where everybody wants stuff right. Come on, give it to me right now, right now. I can't wait. I can't wait. I ain't got time for that. Everybody's going nowhere real fast. Nobody is slowing down and really understanding that some things take a process. There's a process to some things. The more comfortable you become with processes, the more successful you can become because you'll have the mentality already ingrained in you that, okay, this is not going to happen overnight. So if I try it once, I'm not going to just give up because this one time it didn't work. A lot of how these younger kids are thinking is along those lines. They want everything quick, fast. They not really understand that there's a process. Even some of these young adults as well. There's a process to a lot of things. So when I started thinking about the process of how to make my daughter's community better, um the first thing that came to mind was you can't make that many people better. This is a, this is a fight that has got to go on inside of people's homes. 
This is a fight that has got to go on within people's hearts and minds. This is a fight that has got to go on between you and yourself at the end of the day. And a lot of people do not, everybody want to be real. Everybody want to keep it a hundred, but not everybody likes the truth. And I just think that that's, uh, that's one of the biggest contradictions we as humans make. We, we always want to talk about keeping it real and being all the way a hundred. But how can you say stuff like that? And if someone gives you the truth, you may not receive it well. Or you may become defensive when you're presented with the truth. Or combative even, some people. Because everything is always good until you have to stare in the mirror. Until you have to be accountable and responsible for the role you play in the outcome or the consequences that you've experienced through life. So when looking at this fight, I realized that this is something that we've got to get people thinking about on an individual level. People have got to heal individually, whether it's from childhood trauma, whether it's from being violated, whether it's from, like I said earlier, relationships. There's so many things that goes on in the life of a person. So many different things that can go on in anybody's life. I understand that there's a process of healing that needs to go on. And and it needs to go on because you cannot, you cannot be out here helping other people or attempting to help other people and you a whole hot mess from the inside out. That makes absolutely no sense. It's good that you want to help other people, but sometimes people will help other people as a distraction from really taking care of themselves. And it's time out for that. It is all the way time out for that. We have got to get into a space where we are looking at ourselves as worthy enough to take the time out to do the proper healing. It takes time. It's, it, it's not easy. There's a lot of days where you ain't on it. But it's, it's a fight. It's a fight. And just like with boxing, you know, sometimes it may be hard to get to round 12. But you still get back in there. Every time that bell rings, you get back in there. You keep on fighting. This is what training and conditioning is for. You know what I mean? We've all been through life experiences, some worse than others. But a lot of these traumatic experiences that we are trying to heal from, we have the tools necessary to heal from it. Sometimes people just don't want to go digging to actually get through that process because sometimes in order to really heal or overcome something, the only way out is through. A lot of things in life are like that. The only way out is through. And if you're the type of person that gives up in the middle, 
then you're also the type of person that is used to cycles, vicious cycles. You'll be doing good, doing good, then boom, something happens. You you in a bad spot. It seems like you're in a bad spot for forever. And then what? Okay, some good comes, you come out, then what? Up, 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 you back down, you back in. You know what I'm saying? Some people go through cycles where only a few moments in their life is good or great or whatever the case is. And I feel like we as people, we have too much. Our mind is stronger than what a lot of people give themselves credit for. The mind. Uh, people have got to start exercising their brain and really exercising their mind and, and doing the mental work to make their brain strong. Because part of the battle with a lot of people is that they just don't even believe in themselves. They don't believe that that's something that they're capable of doing. They don't believe that it's something that they can overcome. They've been doing something for so long the same way that there's no possibility that it could ever turn out a different way. You know what I mean? So half the battle is really in your mind, honestly. And honestly, our need to heal as individuals is crucial. It's crucial to the success of our future. If you're a parent, and and, and I, I bring up, you'll see me reference parents a lot for two reasons. First reason is, of course, like I said, tea and testimony, we're we're Christian based. So we're always going to reference God. And in my opinion, God is the ultimate parent, how he deals with us, how he handles us. He handles us like a father would a child. He, He is the ultimate parent. And a lot of things that I didn't understand about my life, it didn't click for me until I had a child. A lot of times when I'm chastising my child, God talking to me at the same time, like, see, I was trying to tell you the same thing. If you just would have listened, if you just would have stopped. So I reference parenting a lot because in life, like, I just feel like we all need that guidance. We all need, and if it's not from a parental figure, then you can find that parental figure in God. Seriously. So, of course, I got a little scripture for y'all. As I was, you know, doing my diving for this episode, I came across Psalms 103, verse 3, says, He forgives all of our sins and heals all of our sicknesses. That's a start for infiltrating your mentals. That's a, uh, a beginning for you to start really going down a rabbit hole with. Psalms 103 and 3. He forgives all of our sins and heals all our sicknesses. If you're following God, that's a promise. And unlike people... God does not break his promises. He does not operate on our time. But don't let that confuse you and mislead you to thinking that he's abandoned you. He doesn't love you. He just wants you to suffer. 
nothing could be further from the truth. God loves all of us. He wants us all to be healed. But the thing is, before we can get to that place, we first have got to be broken. And that sounds confusing to people who aren't spiritual. But what it is, is if you think that you already have it all together, there's nothing God can do with you, to you, for you, none of that. Because you're already together. It's only us who are broken that can really be healed. And so when it comes to really starting the healing process, you've got to get over those mental hurdles, those voices in your head that say that you're not worthy of healing. Uh, It's too long of a process to heal. What are other people going to think? That's another thing we do. We, we really cater to other people's opinions, but always screaming about how you don't care. We have got to stop being so contradictory as a people, as humans, not even just, I'm not, I'm not specifying that to any one type of people. All of us do that, and we have got to stop. So again, I'm reading one more time for y'all, and then we're going to hit the break. Psalms 103, verse 3. He forgives all of our sins and heals all of our sicknesses. Think about that for a minute. We're going to take a quick break, pay these bills, and then we're going to come back and talk talk a little bit more. All right, folks, welcome back. Welcome back. Hopefully you had a nice time pondering on that scripture I left you with. I am coming back with a little bit more. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, specifically verses 12 through 31, is um, basically the explanation of the body of Christ. And I encourage you all to read that because it explains how just like the body there's many different parts but only one body it's the same thing with Christ like the the body of Christ there's many different moving parts but there's only one body of Christ same with humans we we have many different body parts but we only have one body same and the reason I led you all here is because it's the same when you put it to life situations we have many different situations but only one life so and the purpose of that is to highlight the smaller weaker the the non-desirable parts of the body or of the life and really work on that what's beautiful what's good what's already okay does not need to be worked on that's wasted energy what does need to be worked on is the weaker parts the parts that are still unhealed the parts that are still in the dark the the parts that you are most insecure about that's what needs to be worked on and so between those two scriptures I just want you all to get a start on thinking about what areas in your life have you not overcome What situations in your life still affect you to this day? 
I'm going to go ahead and be very transparent with y'all. When I was, now I told y'all, one of these days, one of these episodes, I'm going to give y'all my full testimony. But until then, y'all going to get like snippets. So I, um, so basically just going back to the whole mental aspect of it, I, I've gone through a lot in my life, especially as a child. And one of the ways I started to kind of overcome that was when I realized, now I will say this, a lot of my personal healing is all spiritually motivated. You have got to get your healing started on what works best for you. I definitely want to throw that out there. Because how I heal is how I heal. That may not be the best way for you to start healing. But what I have found, because a lot of people bring up a lot of mess around spirituality, religion, all of that. I wanted to create a space, a platform where the truth of it all could really be said. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can heal with God. It's about the way you go about it. And each person's healing process is going to be different. Because just like a relationship with anyone else, your relationship with God is going to be unique. It's going to be specific to you, not, you know, for everyone else. So not all the time what works for you or what works for me will work for somebody else. But at least if you could get the groundwork, the framework set up, you can give people a blueprint to build their own story and healing from. And, and, that, and that's really what I, I, I want to get you guys started on. Thinking about the areas in your life that you can improve on. Where can you be a better version of yourself at? Whether that's being a nicer person whether that's being more loving, whether that's showing people that you love more love. You know, there's many, we're we're not perfect, but we can strive towards perfection. You know what I'm saying? Um, Now, don't get that misconstrued with being obsessed or being a perfectionist. We're not going to obsess over perfection because there's no way for us to reach perfection, but we can strive towards that mark. Um, and as far as you actually getting started on the work, you have to first believe that you deserve to heal. A lot of people don't heal because they think that they don't deserve it. They think that what, what they get is what they deserve. And that's that. And maybe you feel like that because someone told you that before. Maybe you feel like that because you feel like you're an unlucky person or you're always in the midst of some trouble or whatever the case is. But regardless of any of that, you have got to believe that you are worth getting healed. And my Bible says that everybody is worth that. If you are willing to put in the work. Like T.D. Jake said, God is not Santa Claus. You can't, you don't just go up to him and just be like, oh, I want this. And he waves the magic wand and then poof, you got it. That's unrealistic. And that's how society likes, likes to paint religion. Like it's some sort of uh, false David Copperfield 
type of a thing. Like, no, 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 not at all. God is very real. There are things I personally have been through that I shouldn't even be here to talk about. But God, you understand? There are people listening who have been through some things that you should not have come through. But God. So no one can tell me that God is not real. But what what we can start doing is figuring out how to really get through a healing process using God. Let's get there. Let's talk about it. And, 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 and we need to open back up a space for a community to really be a community. Because right now we're just a, a bunch of people living amongst one another. There is no sense of community. I don't know where my listeners are from, but I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. And this place, while from the outside looking in is beautiful, from the inside looking out, this is a crab bowl place. I love this place and I hate it just as well. I have a 50-50 split on how much I love and dislike where I am from. And it is purely because of the mentality of the people here. We have got so many beautiful, beautiful, talented people from where I'm from. But there are also so many people locked up in their own pain, locked up in their own struggle, locked up in their own dysfunction that nobody is really helping anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like we've got people in the community that are helping the community, but we don't have enough of the community helping themselves. We need, and this is what I'm here for. Get you all thinking about what you can do for yourself so that once you are good as, as a individual, we can start coming together as healed individuals collectively and making the space that we all share better. That's the goal. That's the goal. To not have to worry about where your child is going to be a few years from now or what type of environment they're going to be living in because of this, that, or the third. You know, no one should have to worry about stuff like that. Nobody should have to worry about any of that kind of stuff at all. And so um, definitely when you guys are reading those scriptures, really... Think about how you can apply that to your life. Really think about how you can be benefited by what you're reading. How you can really have something change by what you are putting in your in your body through what you're reading. And definitely, 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 when you are healing, it is important to get your atmosphere together. You cannot heal in a hostile environment. You've got to do whatever is necessary to bring peace to yourself. You've got to do whatever is necessary to make the process as easy as possible for you. It's not always going to be an easy process. I'm not trying to lie to you or mislead you, but... What you can do is make the process a little bit easier. Sometimes you have got to get comfortable saying no. You've got to get comfortable putting your foot down. Because some people, you'll never get the opportunity to heal because you're surrounded by too too many people that take from you. When you're surrounded by leeches or takers, 
people who don't pour in, people who just drain and take, 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 take. When you are surrounded by people like that, when you are in those types of environments, there is no way you're ever going to properly heal. Because someone's always going to come and interrupt your process. You need to be able to create a space for yourself where you can seclude yourself. Because a lot of healing is going to take a lot of one-on-one talks with God. And and when you, and I want to throw this out there. Because I know a lot of us, um, especially, you know, if you late 20s, 30 and up, a lot of us have done enough living to have had, you know, certain types of childhoods we've had may not have been the best, but we, when, when you're, when you're trying to heal from childhood things that you went through, I want to say this and I want, I, I hope that it is well received when you are going through traumatic childhood experiences and you're trying to really heal from that keep in mind the person or the people whose care you were in and when I say keep in mind I'm saying this sometimes we were raised by people who were broken sometimes the the way that we were brought up was the best that that person had or was all they knew to do for the knowledge that they had, the resources that they had. So when you are trying, if you're the type of person who has a parent that is still living and you don't speak to that parent, maybe because y'all had some differences or you don't have the greatest relationship or you didn't have the greatest childhood, I would, I want to encourage you to heal from that and then find a space to go by back and speak to that person let that person know like I forgive you I don't even if you feel like you never did anything wrong because there are those people out there like that even if they felt like they never did anything wrong just let them know like you know what I forgive you not for you for me And regardless of whatever the circumstances was, I promise you, when you start to change your perspective on a lot of the stuff that you went through, it will really help you heal and overcome. When you understand that things were not put in your path to, like, just destroy you, then you'll understand that, okay, some of this stuff is just life. Some of this stuff is someone else should be responsible for, but... How you overcome that is not by emulating that in your adult life. The goal is to overcome it and never put yourself or your children in the same space ever again. So I definitely want to encourage you all to dive deep into our scriptures that we gave out. Psalms 103 and 3, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 31. Really let that settle in on your heart and really ask yourself, who am I? What do I want? How can I be better? Where am I going? And who's really there for me? Those five questions. Really ask yourselves, what's going on? Who is around? Who, what, where, when, why, how? 
Ask yourself. Because this is 2020. Time is not going backwards. It is moving forward and at a very fast pace. Are you always going to be a dreamer? Are you ever going to actually get up and do what you dream about? Do you think that you deserve the dreams that you dream? Come on, let's talk about it. Let's really get into it. And so before the tea run too low in the pot, I just really want y'all to take that and sip on it for a while. Email me, hit me up, testimony at gmail.com, testimony on Instagram. I'll have Facebook and Twitter coming soon. And um, I, like I said, I've got a website in the works as well. But I, I, I really want you all to just communicate back with me. Let me know, like, what is it that you feel like you need to heal? What What is it that you... What steps do you need to take that you feel like you can't take or you don't know how to take? And, and that's another thing. Be vocal. Be vocal. No one knows you better than you, baby. Don't nobody know you like you know you. So open up your mouth. Let other people help other people help you. You want to be healed? Be determined. Don't, don't refuse to be at a loss when it comes to yourself, when it comes to the quality of your life, when it comes to your life experiences. Refuse to take an L and watch everything you do start to win. So, of course, before we close up and wrap it all up, I've always got somebody's business that I'm wanting to uplift, shine a light on and all of that. This week, I have the pleasure of shining a light on. First of all, I want to say this is an awesome couple. They are beautiful um, I, I love black love and this is one of the first black couples that I personally know um, that I feel like really do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you've got to commend people where they're to be commended at. Like for us as a black people to get together, stay together, ain't no sad nothings. Like I love them. So, Mr. Dwight and Alina Brand, they are both business owners. Uh, Dwight owns a clothing line called Branded Clothing LLC. Miss Alina is running Divine Sweet Treats. Both pages can be found on Facebook. Divine Sweet Treats is Miss Alina's page, and Branded Clothing LLC is Mr. Dwight's page. Both of them have a Valentine. They've partnered together to uh, create Valentine's Day package deals, which I think is awesome. They start at $40, go up to $75, and it's phenomenal. You have to go to the Facebook page to see the, um, the product. Uh, those sweets will make anybody throw their diet away. For real. But definitely, Alina and Dwight Brand, definitely go check out their Facebook at Divine Sweet Treats and Branded Clothing LLC. Like I said, they are partnering partnering together and they are putting out package Valentine Valentine's package deals starting at $40, going up to $75. And just go check them out. Go see what it's all about. 
support them, shop with them, um, uplift them. They are a beautiful couple um, putting out beautiful products for us to just buy up and definitely do that. Um, you can read the reviews on the treats. You can see um, the clothing that's being offered as far as the Valentine's deal is going on. And really get into supporting, um, you know, our community, our business owners within the community and, you know, just making it happen. And because Valentine's Day is coming up, that's really another reason why I wanted to put this specific episode together um, before Valentine's Day, because we all talk about what we're doing for somebody else. Let's talk about what you going to do to love you a little better. So love yourself enough to heal. Go check out Mr. Dwight and Alina Bram of Divine Sweet Treats and Branded Clothing, LLC. And make sure that y'all tune in next Sunday with me and sip some more of this good tea. I love you all. I thank you all. And we're going to go ahead and close. Heavenly Father, I thank you for providing us with an awesome session today. God, I ask that you uplift and you bless Alina and Dwight as a couple, bless their marriage and bless their business, Lord God. Bless their household. Allow overflow and increase to come for this couple. Um, Lord God, I ask that you bless any and every uh, entrepreneur that we spotlight on here. Allow their business to flourish and really uh, have your touch and your kiss on on their business, Lord God. Uh, as far as my listeners, God, I ask that you bless all of them. Give them the proper tools. Give them the proper setting to actually start true healing. Show them the difference between the world's peace and God's peace. Lord, provide them with true inner peace, Lord God, a true action plan. Let them know that they are loved and that they are worthy and that they too can have what you have promised us all as long as we are obedient. God, I thank you for everything that you are doing in all of our lives. All these things I ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. It's been real.